0: The last few weeks, we've been talking about student leadership. This week, we want to give some best practices
1: for student leadership. You're listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast, designed to help leaders just like you leverage your time and influence for greater impact with young people. My name's Brian, and the man on the other mic is Reggie. We're your hosts on this podcast, and we're excited to spend the next few minutes talking ministry with you. Here we go. So yeah, today Reggie, you already mentioned we're continuing our conversation in this world of student leadership and developing young leaders. Um, and last week we focused on the highest values of student leaders, and these are the values are things that hold true. We think we believe across the board, no matter where you're at uh, and what ministry context you're in. But the best practices for student leadership are things that maybe look a little different depending on your ministry context.
0: Absolutely, Brian. And whether you're in an urban setting or a suburban setting, uh, maybe. Maybe you're out in a rural area. Um, you work for a church, or you work for a parachurch organization. Different things are going to work based on the context of what you're doing um, and who you're serving. So, um, kids are different in different areas. Needs are different in different communities, and you have to consider all of those things uh, when you're talking about the best practices. So, jumping into uh, this this week's episode of the best practices for student leadership, we have four things um, that we have narrowed it down to, and maybe you have more. But number one for us is we want to be a leader who models the values and practices um, that you expect from your student leaders
1: yeah Reggie that's that goes back to this idea of uh, you just you can't lead someone in a direction you're not already going yeah like you could have head knowledge you could know what it looks like and you could want them to do it and you could develop them and give them content and give them three steps for being a great Leader, or whatever. But if you're not modeling that, they're not catching it. Yeah, right. They're not picking it up. They need to see it in action. So I serve with the ministry called YFC Core, and we talk about this as parallel modeling. Uh, and this is the idea that um, w- w- when we w- want to develop young leaders who are reaching their peers uh, and investing in them well and sharing the gospel and sharing Jesus with their friends, we want leaders who are not just doing that with other teenagers. Right. We want adult leaders who are doing that with their own peers, exactly. their neighbors, their coworkers. And yeah. so this idea of parallel modeling and kids can see, oh, you're doing this not because it's your job, but because it's who you are as a person.
0: Yeah, Brian, I agree that this generation of young people are really looking at our example. Um, as we've mentioned in so many episodes, they are, they are tuned in to what we are saying as the leaders in their lives. And, um, they're they're watching our every step, you know. There's there's nothing more impactful from that conversation that I'm able to have with a young person that, you know, they're asking like, wait, you really don't do this, or wait, you really live like this? Like this is this is real life. I always hear you talk like this. Why don't you ever, you know? And so they they're they're wondering, they're questioning, um, and they want to know truth. You know, they're all searching for truth as many of us are. Um, in th- in that teenage year, the number two thing, Brian, is that we want to meet together regularly.
1: Yeah, Reggie, and I think this is important uh, because as we talk about modeling, we still have to have a conversation. We still have to have that discipleship element, and that they can't just watch us, right? We have to engage with them. So um, whether that's as a group or individually. So one of the the scripture passages that I always go to is in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. And it says, let us not, or let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. Mm -hmm. And so this idea of just of meeting together, I, I think specifically as a group is just the opportunity to encourage one another to challenge one another, to spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And there's an accountability that comes with that in the, that keeps us all moving in the same direction.
0: Absolutely. And just kind of on that note, you know, one of our students, I just had a, a, a one-on-one uh, meeting with her the other day. And when we were meeting... it. it and it, it's hard to even remember this sometimes because she's one of those ones that she'll put her head down on her on her hand and you're mm-hmm. like, Is she really listening? Is she really <laughs> engaging? But when we met um, just last week, she was telling me how impactful that time of meeting was and being able to um, here we had a, a, a pastor who's kind of like our chaplain of our student leadership program and him him breaking down the gospel and, and sharing these messages and, and so having those times where where your meeting is actually iron sharpening iron, you know, like yeah. you like you alluded to, you want for them to be able to be in an environment and cultivate an environment where, um, the gospel is being shared, where they're, they're, they're talking about Jesus they're They're, um, entering into, you know, deeper, deeper knowledge of who God is mm-hmm. and, and how he plays a factor in their lives. And so, um, being able to do that together is very important. And like I kind of touched on individually also, yeah. um, I know something that we've done is, is we partner up, um, the kids with, uh, a volunteer, you know, and the way that that happened is through asking asking the student leaders, like, hey, who's a volunteer that you may have a relationship with or that that you may want um, to be involved? You know, And we we have something called um, the ACE scores, the adverse childhood experiences that's Mm -hmm. out. There's research on that. And they talk about the loving, caring adults that can reduce or um, that can rewind the effects of some of these ACE scores um, that kids are seeing and so or that kids have experienced in their life. And so, you know, partner them up with a volunteer of their choice. And yeah. then give that give that volunteer clear instructions on hey this is what we want to see this is what we want the outcome to be of this relationship and give them some tools as they're meeting with them so
1: yeah I, you could even reference things like the last episode we did the highest values like continue to keep those in front of those volunteers that are meeting with. Young people, and go as you meet. These are the values we want you to be living out, yeah. uh, so that they see this in you as we talk. And you know, you talked about tools and resources too. I think there's there's a ton of discipleship materials out there. If that's your focus, um, that that you can you can look up and do kind of one on one Bible studies or just. Even just following up on everyday life, like for
0: sure, for sure, absolutely, and those things are all great, man. Utilize the tools, utilize the resources, have something that you're actually bringing to the table, because like we said, mm-hmm. they're watching, they're listening. So number three, Brian, we want to help students explore their giftings.
1: Yeah, and so this is this kind of drills down to a really individual basis too, right? Yeah. Uh, as followers of Jesus, we believe we all have different giftings, different spiritual gifts. We can absolutely. read about those in in you know First Corinthians and Romans and and. Uh, you know, not every student is going to be the same. You know, uh, we talked about a little bit last week about, you know, students who are setting up chairs, they may have the spiritual gift of hospitality and service. And we want to lean into that and not say you're not a leader because you're setting up chairs, but we want to develop this gift of hospitality in there. But you may have, you know, students who have the gift of teaching or preaching and maybe we want to help them set up, have them help us set up chairs, right? but maybe we want to get them in front of groups of people to help develop and exercise those gifts. So, um, helping them explore their giftings, I think is the first step in that. So spiritual gifts, inventories, there's all sorts of stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And number four, Brian, we want to invite students to lead in those areas. And so I just think about, you know, um, the young lady that we talked about last episode, you know, she's leading, um, in her praise and worship team at her mm-hmm. church. You know, she has the gift of music. She's able to sing and she's using her voice to give God glory but then also leading worship um at her church and and I know she's off at college and she's joining the the theater program and you know so she 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 does um a lot of things in the arts and and being able to use that voice and and leading in that, but then also finding opportunity even to minister to classmates, you know, and I know she's attending a Christian university, but being able to still share the gospel with even believers, you know, and sharpening believers. So.
1: yeah. And I think sometimes we kind of pigeonhole student leaders as um, you can lead in this space, meaning if you're a student leader in our youth group, you can lead in our youth group. But um, I think it's even more uh, encouraging to see them leading with adults too. Absolutely. So leading worship in front of the church or, uh, having an opportunity to, to engage in a Bible study with maybe your volunteers and that their input is that valued. And, and, you know, it, it encourages those gifts in them, I think.
0: For sure. For sure. And, and, you know, seeing young people, um, all throughout scripture who were encouraging and, and doing the work of the ministry and leading mm-hmm. adults, you know, that was the, that's the example that we've always seen, you yep. know? And, and so if we wanting to, to be like Christ, you know, we're encouraging the young people to go and do the work of the ministry and, and to lead in the ministry, like you said, in the, in those gifts and in those areas where God has given them, um, talent, So.
1: Yeah, that's good. So just a quick review of our best practices, be a leader who models the values that you expect to see in your student leaders. Meet together regularly, both in a group setting or individually. Help students explore their giftings and invite them to lead in those areas of their gifting. So those are our four tips for uh, best practices for student leaders. We want to know what your best practices are for your student leadership. So let us know. Visit us on Facebook at the Ministry Leader Podcast and let us know your best practices for student leadership.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ministry of the Podcast as we continue to give you tools in the tool belt for leading in ministry.